0: For all you naysayers, Steve and I are back again. It's been a week, and we've got another <laughs> podcast. We're going to record. Steve, how you doing?
1: Good, Jeff. How are you been?
0: I have been well. You know, uh, I did get diagnosed with uh, slight rotator cuff tear, so uh, I've been uh, doing my uh, exercises and physical therapy. Uh, good news is, I can still shoot pistols without a problem. So uh, I've been able to get some carry optics open and uh, RFPO work in. So I've been uh, been able to shoot this week. How about you? Did you get any practice in?
1: Yeah, of course I did. I did some uh, training this past weekend and going to be training uh, all day, Saturday and Sunday. And it is going to be beautiful, beautiful weather out. I think it's like 71 and sunny right now and couldn't ask for anything better. Back to the back to the shoulder, are you gonna have to do surgery for that or what are they uh, what are it's, they saying?
0: Yeah, they you know when I went and talked to the doctor and then he got the results, you know, he basically said, you have three choices. you can get a shot, which is just going to make the pain go away. You can get surgery, which will definitely fix it or you can do physical therapy. And the fact that it's only the front of the superspinatus, it's not the it's not a full tendon tear. Uh, we're going with the, uh, physical therapy for now in hopes that to strengthen all the other muscles, it won't repair the tear, but we're hoping it will give me the mobility. And then we'll see on the pain management if that works. So right now I'm not going to get surgery. Um, I've done a lot of research and it, it looks like it's just a, uh, was arthroscopic procedure but right. uh, you know uh, hospitals where all the sick people are i don't want to go <laughs> in the hospital
1: <laughs> hey did i tell you what i did last night
0: <laughs> you know i saw something on facebook Jeez. so i was going to uh i was going to bring that up as well uh something about your calf
1: yeah i don't i think it's a I think it's a, a slight tear. I felt a pop and big stinging sensation. Can barely walk. All that kind of dramatic stuff. But uh, no, I've got uh, I've got an appointment on Monday. That's as soon as that they could see me. But uh, hopefully it's not too awfully bad, you know, but, uh, yeah, built a little character, you know, this whole getting in shape and playing tennis stuff. It's for the birds, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, you, you know,
0: and, and you've got your, your wife who I saw pictures, this was the city champion. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you, you, you know, she gets to go out. Does she kick your butt?
1: No, no, it, not, not yet, but well, in my current state, probably, probably. Oh, that's so the time to challenge. <laughs> uh, I know. So last night, so it was the third night in a row we played. So uh, two nights ago, I played for three hours. The night before last, I played uh, for three hours. And last night, we were about two hours in. See, that's probably the problem. But yeah. me and my youngest daughter, Olivia, she's 13. And uh, she had a minor surgery, so she couldn't play for about, eight, nine weeks, so it was her and I against my wife and another, actually my men's double partner and, uh, man, my my daughter Olivia, she was hitting that ball like a boss lady. I'm like, where's this been? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we were up I don't know, 5-3 and I think it was 40 love and uh, chased after a ball and felt a pop and it's like oh. I got stung on the back of the leg. Yeah, oh. so, yeah, you know, us old people trying to trying to be young and get in shape it's pretty dangerous it's dangerous you should have pulled the uh
0: the uh
1: what was it forest
0: uh, forrest gump something bit me <laughs> yeah it
1: was uh <laughs> as soon as i felt it pop i was like oh boy oh boy yeah it's uh wow. i we're, wish we're, you the we're... fastest of recovery there <laughs> we uh we've got group medical going on my dad said he's gonna build a handicap ramp into our house because Vanessa's still in the wheelchair and I'm all uh hobbling around and Olivia's doing better now but yeah we're we're a cast of characters Jeff it's 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 something to see <laughs> now had had you played much tennis before or is this something you're just picking up so long story kind of short uh, my wife and I to to get in shape you know, I don't know, 10 years ago or, well, actually it's probably 14 or 15 years ago. Um, In between kids and all that stuff, my wife wanted to get back into, you know, pre-Vanessa birth uh, shape. And so we would play, not knowing what we're doing, just more for exercise. And then uh, probably about four years ago, maybe five years ago, my wife's like, hey, I want to play tennis. I'm like, yeah, okay. So, you know, we just hit the ball around, you know, try to keep it within the fences. But and then about four or five years ago, she found a, a group of ladies here locally, started playing, and she was playing like two, three nights a week and, you know, having a good time. And I support that. You know, I think everybody needs to have a hobby and, you know, especially something athletic, I think is really good. And then in December of this past year, so what, five, six months ago, she says, hey, uh, my mixed doubles team doesn't have enough men. I said, oh, that really sucks. <laughs> and then she stared at me and I said, well, sounds like a you problem. Well, quickly, Jeff, that became a me problem before I know it. I, you know, I was out on the tennis court at practice. And and so, uh, you know, really not knowing what I was doing, um, picked it up uh, pretty quick. You know, got pretty decent eye hand coordination and uh, learned a little bit about a little bit about the sport. So um, so we played mixed doubles, did OK, did OK. And then played men's doubles this past, uh, you know, it's like a six or eight week season and now we're practicing for uh mixed doubles again. And that's where, that's where it got me. So yeah, that's gotcha. my story of tennis, but Hey, look, Jeff, I'm serious. In the last like four months, man, I've lost 21, 22 pounds playing tennis. Nice. And I nice. feel, feel good, brother. So, you know, it's not all that bad.
0: Good to hear. Good to hear.
1: Well, let's uh, enough about tennis.
0: Let's talk about some steel challenge uh, going on right now. Is the TACOM 2023 Area 3 Steel Challenge? Uh it started today, and uh I was doing some research and uh it's a good size match. They've got 201 entries so far, and you know, right off the bat, Jenna Larson is leading the pack with a 6827 in RFPO, which
1: is wow. That's great.
0: Very good score. Very good score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, everybody that's uh, there, hope you have a good time at Area 3. Uh, Just going down here, lots of people that we both know that are shooting that match. So uh, hopefully that'll be a good one. And that leads into um, some stuff. I was looking to see if the uh, minutes had come out yet for uh, the board meeting. Uh, I know uh, one of the things that we're all looking to, we're looking to present and everyone's looking to find out is, you know, what are the peak stage time changes? Mm -hmm. I know they were presented. And so we've just got to wait for the board minutes, the meeting minutes to be posted uh, to find out what the results are uh, of that vote. And um, once that's done, I think we'll probably do another podcast just talking about peak
1: time changes. That'd be awesome. That'll be awesome. Yeah. There's and a, then, there's a, go ahead. Go ahead. And I was just going to say, I, I look forward to that. And then there's a couple other matches coming up. There's some big news yeah. that got, got released the other day. Yep. Um, yep. So
0: for those that don't know, why don't you share that?
1: So the, uh, what was the South Georgia match, Jamie Mundy's match. And, uh, Man, he's uh he's had a great match. You know, we were talking last podcast about how to how to have a first rate match. You know, they've got painters at at uh each of the uh each of the stages, him and his wife. It's really Chelsea that that does all the work. She's the brains behind that operation. You can tell Jamie <laughs> I said that. But uh yeah, they they uh have last couple of years they've done it. I think it's been this will be the third time but Yeah, for there's the last been two, two years. Two previous yeah. ones, last year's.
0: Uh, the steel challenge gods were not on our side and tried their best to uh cause that match to not happen. And through Jamie and staff's resiliency, uh, it finally did happen. Um, yeah, they
1: flooded that rain. I mean, yeah. it was like under four feet of water.
0: It was, yeah, um, yeah. If you wanted to go paint, I think the stage I saw was outer limits. If you wanted to go paid outer limits, you were better off taking a wave runner down. <laughs> to, you, to you could the, actually the
1: you could actually see the watermark on the uh the shelter at the base of how really? high it was it's was probably five feet in the air, four feet five feet in the air. <sighs> Crazy. But yeah. you know, in terms of first class matches, you know they're dropping off uh hot subs from firehouse at each of the stages for yep. lunch and yeah, first first rate match. But uh Jamie texted me uh a few days ago and said, Hey man, you wanna be our sponsorship coordinator for uh the area six match. So it's uh it's gonna be an area match. So we're looking forward to that.
0: Nice. Well, you know, that raises a really good point. Um, you know, I've been a match director for a number of match from for my match for a number of years, West Florida. And you know, the first couple of years we did everything and there's enough work for a match director to do that having someone willing to step up and be the sponsorship yep. coordinator,
1: i.e. prize table, is mm-hmm. huge. Um, it, it's just one thing less that uh, you know, one thing to take off of uh, a match director's plate. Yep. You know, they've got enough coordination, ROs and painters and all that other kind of stuff. So that's yep. the least I can do to help out. Well, that's really cool. So, yeah. So
0: that match uh, is in September for those that are interested. So uh, it is online registration open now. Um, I think one of the really cool things about that match too, is it's, I think it's a very fair price, $60
1: for the match. That's not, that's not,
0: you know, that's uh, for those that are looking for a, uh, a super quality match at a very fair price in a great area. I mean, the range is what 10 minutes off the interstate.
1: Yeah, and, Yep.
0: yep, you know, twelve minutes from food and hotels and all that stuff. It's it's a great match. I highly recommend it. I've been there two years, and I'm I'm gonna do whatever
1: I can to make sure I make this year's. Um, hey, do you want to hear something funny? I'd love to hear something funny. So I called Kurt Grimes the other night, just checking in with we'll him, see how he's doing this and that. Dude, he he's ticked because now he's gonna have to get a ice cream truck for. Two days of the area two match. So yeah, sorry, Kurt. But that's the only reason why I'm coming to California is because of the ice cream. Well, it's not really it's to see see his wife Maria. She's fantastic. But uh yeah, no, it's uh thanks, Kurt. We appreciate all you do for the sport. <laughs> awesome,
0: awesome. Well, you know, uh talking about matches, I, I pulled up the major match uh schedule and I'm looking here and looks like next weekend is Area 1, which is fantastic. Um, that same weekend is also the Arizona State Steel Challenge Championships. And then the week after that, TACOM is sponsoring the Area 5 Steel Challenge match. Lots the of shooting weekend. over there, huh? Jeez. Yeah, the weekend after that, you've got Missouri State. Okay, that's the weekend of uh, June 16th. And then rounding out June, you've got the Michigan state steel challenge
1: championship. It's crazy.
0: So, uh, and that one's got a little extra uh, plus for those uh, willing to go to Michigan and shoot that it's supporting the uh, Ryan rocks outdoor adventures. Uh, So
1: amazing, uh, amazing charity.
0: Yep. So, um, that's one thing we're going to be doing here. Uh, when we talk is try to give an update of, of what's coming up for those that are are interested or may, may not be in the know. Uh, if you're listening here, uh, these matches can be found on the SCSA, uh, site as well
1: as of course you can search practice score. And one one other, uh, one other match call out that's coming up is a uh, yep. friend of the podcast, Alan Coleman's running, this first major match out at the pontucky Gun Club that's right outside of Augusta and Blythe, Georgia. So that one, whew, that's going to be a, a fantastic match. It's a great club. And uh, it's not too far from you, Jeff. Not too no, far. No, I plan on making, you know,
0: I've got it uh, listed here. In fact, uh, if I look at my big calendar on the wall, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that match is at the end of August. That's correct. 25, 6, and 7. Uh, area six is the september 22 three and four so yeah sounds like some good uh good long weekends to be able to go up there um and of course for anyone listening um being a match director i know that people are always looking match directors are always looking for quality ro's so if you um do have an interest in being an ro at those matches Uh, contact the match directors, uh, Jamie Mondi for uh, area six and Alan Coleman for uh, what is the name of his match?
1: It's the, I just closed it out. It is the C R no C R S A speed shooting championship,
0: CRSA speed shooting championships at Pine Tucky. So um, yeah, if, you know, if big matches like that are within you know, nine, 10 hours driving distance for me, I'm going to do my best to make them. Yep. And so yep. they're on my calendar and I think I've got some vacation left over. If not, drive up Friday, shoot Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, it still works. I, I like think it. Pine Tucky only about six hours away. I know Jamie's is only about four hours away. So that's not so bad for me. Cool. Well, that's match updates. A uh, little update on uh where we are with peak times. Just waiting on the uh the BOD minutes. Um Now, Steve, you had sent me a picture of something uh-huh. really cool. Are are you ready to talk about that? yet?
1: Yeah, I I can talk a little bit uh a little bit about it. So, uh So, can I tell been, the people uh, what the picture was? Sure. Go go right ahead. Well, so, make sure you you talk about the right picture, Jeff. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, you know.
0: That, that, this is that's a G-rated other, family show. Right, th- those other ones go in the NSFW for uh, folder. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm sitting here one night, sitting down, just, you know, watching TV, not doing much of anything. Text comes in from Steve Foster, and it's this picture of this absolutely gorgeous Volkortsen with these stunning grips and a magwell. Yeah. And I'm looking at it going, did he like use Photoshop? And this is something he wants to work on. (laughs) So then, you know, I get, what do you think? And I'm like, "Uh, I'm not even bothering to answer the text. I just called him back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I said, Talk to me.
1: What do we got here? So tell the people what you got, Steve. So I've been working on it for way, way too long. You know, it's one of those kind of things that uh, back in 2016, when I started shooting uh, pretty serious, well, actually in 2015, um, I bought a Ruger Mark III, and uh, I was using buck marks at the time, but um, they just didn't prove to be as reliable as I needed to be. So uh, the Mark III – you know, there was not really a good magwell on the market for what I wanted it to be. Um, you know, there's some people out there that I think have tried, and maybe there's some you know okay options out there, but not necessarily for what I was looking for. And so, uh, the Ruger platform, I, I sell that as a dealer for Volcourtson. and then of course with uh, Tandem Cross as a dealer. Um, you know, the Krakens as well as Mambas, Mamba X's, and Done a couple of exclusive lines with uh, and to make a Mamba X six inch iron sight with the X on it, um, and so I've always wanted to design a, a really cool magwell, and so it really started about I don't know six seven years ago. Did a prototype, and it just you know trying to get somebody to to give you time to draw it, to to do a production, and those kind of things. It, it was always pretty tough, and so you know it's been probably i don't know maybe eight nine months ago i said you know what i've always wanted to do this and let's let's put something out there on the market buy a shooter for a shooter that shooters will really appreciate and like so one make it a aesthetic and make you know take a gun to the next level of cool right and uh i think it, it's got a really cool aesthetic but then um but then uh there's also been talk about doing some uh, action shooting with 22s and so wanted a functional magwell so rimfire falling steel uses uh um uh pistols as well as rifles and so there really wasn't a magwell out in the market that was really functional and it's a little complicated as you look at trying to make a magwell for you know a 2245 to be functional but uh definitely definitely accomplished that and so wanted something that will stand the test of time and so uh, that's what we got and to make it uh really structural you know have the structural rigidity that we need Mm -hmm. um came up with a couple couple of designs but integrated the grips into the magwell so if you look at the bottom of the magwell the grips actually are you know a quarter or so of the magwell and it uh and it tapers in and those things are rock solid so it was designed go on a 2245 mark four as well as a a tandem cross kraken it's also designed to take uh, factory base pads as well as extended base pads for the kraken as well as uh, i'm sorry extended base pads for tandem cross as well as we'll quartz them because we want those to those to work because sometimes when people design those kind of things they come up uh, just a just a, a tad shy and it's you know make your own proprietary base pad or something like that and you know at some point maybe I'll make one but you know there's some great companies doing some great products out there so I didn't want to reinvent the wheel and then the other thing that uh, so so the magwell itself bolts onto the grips which it's going to be all aluminum some people have felt the uh you know the 3d model um version of
0: it i'm confused Mm -hmm. hold on one second
1: Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you had stated that the grips and the mag it's all one unit it's all one piece correct they're they're three pieces so that what you yep they're three pieces but in order to get the magwell um to get to the level of you know design and structural rigidity that i want Mm -hmm. um had to integrate the magwell to bolt onto the grips and make it out of aluminum Yep, yep okay so so the
0: the i'm assuming the process would be mount the grips onto the magwell make that connection then slide it onto the frame and lock down the the grips with the standard screws that are provided so or is similar. it the other way where you put the grips on first and then bolt them out yep
1: it it, it it yeah that's correct you put the grips on okay. and i'll put instructions in there but what you have to do no one because will read them. the we we, we the,
0: shoot gun. we don't read we don't read instructions we just the
1: the fit and finish <laughs> is as perfect as well as i think it can be to be designed and manufactured for two different types of frames. So the, the fit is just, you know, I've had a couple of machinists look at it and you know what, very complimentary said the fit on that and finish is, is first class. But what you have to do is you have to bolt the uh, grips onto the frame, leave them just a little bit of loose, just a little loose and give it just a, just a little bit of play, slide the magwell on, and then uh, put the, small bolts onto the uh magwell into the grips and then tighten the grips to the frame um you know using the the studs that are on the uh on the grips the other thing that is actually very very interesting that i wanted it to be comfortable outside of the aesthetics and the functionality of a true magwell it actually offers another point of contact for the shooter so and it works with very sized hands. If you have super, super small hands, you don't get this benefit. But as you uh, grow older, your hands get just a, a tad bigger. I would say I've got medium sized hands and it works for this. For this. It
0: mm-hmm. offers
1: another point of contact at the front of the gun to the point that without the magwells running an accelerator, and, you know, shot probably 50 strings and I was using a gun without the magwell with the point of contact, I was running one eight fives, one nineties pretty consistently. And again, you know, I'm all tuned up cause I'm, I'm racing. And then I ran it with the Magwell. I was running low one sevens, one seven fives, one seven sevens consistently. Wow. And the reason why is because that front point of contact, it's not allowing any lift of the front of the gun at all. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, so that was, a uh, another, and the grips, the grips it, are but... not smooth. They're they're definitely textured, correct? Yep, yep. And it's got what I would call a medium aggressive to it. You know, there's a lot of people out there that want super aggressive, so nothing moves. Well, with this type of design, you don't need something that's going to hurt your hands. All you need is um something that's got a little bit of texture and then the grip will support the rest and the gun doesn't move and you can shoot the whole day with these uh with these grips and it, it won't hurt your hands. Um, okay. the, the, other, the other last design element, because there are different size hands, I've ta- thought about different options. I won't get into some of the maybe future modifications of it. But with people with exceptionally large hands, with the flared magwell all around it, um, that ends up being pretty problematic for people. And so that's why the back of the magwell is pretty much flush with the frame. It allows somebody's, if they've got uh, big hands... It uh, doesn't impede their grip by their hand, you know, riding too uncomfortably on the back of the magwell. So, but you still get the benefit of the front of the magwell. So it's a little bit more one size fits all. And I think the last part that I would share about it is that the tandem cross crack in, I'll get a measurement, but it's probably a quarter inch, maybe three eighths of an inch difference in height compared to a 2245 grip because of the point of the bottom of the trigger guard. To the top of the magwell is going to be slightly different so if you find that with a crack in your hands are too cramped in the front which i don't think you'll find that but just in case if you do have enormous hands if you put it on a 2245 you get a little bit more uh a little bit more relief so yeah i'm excited about it man we're uh going to production did a couple of pre-production that we tested last weekend for fit finish and those kind of things and uh so they're gonna be uh Pretty sure I'm landing on uh, black anodizing for the finish, and I'm targeting somewhere where around August 1st to get them uh, to get them rocking and rolling. So appreciate all the feedback and your feedback, and posted some pictures out there, and I've got uh, an overwhelming response, and so I've got a pre-order list going. So if you're interested in them, reach out to me, and uh, we'll just wait down a couple things to truly confirm the price. Unfortunately, the cost of manufacturing of some of these machine shops is extremely, it, it's, it, it's high and it's a little bit complicated based on the cuts and those kind of things. So it does take some uh, time to machine, but I'm trying to keep it as reasonable as possible, but definitely an, a cool upgrade for your, uh, your, uh, your room fire uh, pistol. All right. Now a oh,
0: couple hmm? questions. Well, finish your comment. And then I have some uh, questions.
1: So, so somebody asked me in one of the groups, Derek out in California asked me, Hey, what about a Mark III? It's too bad it's not designed Bingo, for Bingo, that's it. my question. Okay, so great question. So here's, it fits perfectly on a Ruger Mark III. As you're aware, because I think you've got a couple of Scorpions. I do. The the magazines are slightly different. Yep. Based on the angle of how the mag is inserted and keep the integrity of a functional magwell, you have to make a small modification to the base pads if you have an extended base pad. And what that means is, is that you just have to take it to a sander and take about an eighth of an inch off the back. And I've posted some pictures out there and then it works fully with a Mark three.
0: Will the standard gunsmithing
1: tool of a Dremel work? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd probably use a little bit of sandpaper if somebody's got a, a sand wheel or something. But, uh, you know, if you want to get froggy with a Dremel, that's probably not the best fit and finish. But yeah, that'll work.
0: Well, that's awesome. That's awesome, Steve. Uh, love to hear the innovation. Um, I definitely got to get on that pre-order list uh, and give them a try. Uh You know, I do know uh, for myself, I always promote that, you know, one of the most important things you can do when shooting this game is have the correct form. And part of that form is having yeah. the correct grip. And yep. this, definitely is going to uh, make a difference uh, in allowing people to, to do that. And for those that say, don't have a great grip, it's still going to give them that advantage because it's going to be more stable just because of that, that base pad under the hand. Yep.
1: Yep. And I I did have a prototype at the world rimfire match um, in, uh, in Tennessee and the squad that I have, I could have sold probably uh, 10 or 20 of, just just by that and of course this design is a little bit better than uh, than that design so yeah we're uh, we're ready to rock and roll jeff i'm i'm pretty excited it's a it's a pretty uh, big, you should uh, be
0: i'm i like i said when i saw the pictures it wasn't going back and forth in a text it was call my buddy yeah. and get the skinny so for sure for sure man all right well you know what we kind of promised we were going to make these short and sweet and to the point i think we had a good one here I think it's a good opportunity to end it, um, but you know we always end it on that same ending. So, given that coupon code, Steve,
1: yeah, ten percent off of uh, products produced at uh, steeltargetpaintingstore So it's ST Podcast Ten. It's good talking with you, Jeff. Same here, Steve. Have a good one. All right, we'll see you, man. Bye-bye.
0: Bye bye. Bye.